0: Welcome to Wake Up Beauty podcast, where we share inspiring stories, talk about topics and challenges in our industry, and provide insightful guidance. This is your time to wake up and start taking action with a purpose in mind. Our intention is to make you feel inspired, motivated, and make you feel like you're not alone in your journey. Listen in to get the clarity and confidence boost you need in your life and bridal beauty business. Hey, beauty, and welcome to this episode of Wake Up Beauty Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with my favorite, favorite person, Fiorella. She has been through... I I can't even believe the things that she has been through in her life and how she is just smiling all through it. Like, (laughs) I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm just going to chug along from being in a severe, severe car accident that almost cost her her life to coming out from the ashes and renewing herself. Um, I mean, there's just nothing that this girl has not been through, and I want her to share your her story with you today, and I want her to share with you the times where she is at her highest highs or her lowest lows. What are the things that she does to bring herself up out of those low times? Because we all have those low times where we feel like I'm not good enough. I don't know if this is the right path of my journey to take. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, how am I going to do this? Should I pivot and do something else? Um, we always, there's always a time within our journey where we just lack that confidence. And it's not just in the beginning phases. It could be in the middle. It could be when you're feeling like, yes, this is great, and then be like, oh wait, is this the right thing? It is such a roller coaster of a journey, this entrepreneurship journey that we are on. Um, but I just wanted Fio to share part of her journey today to inspire you on yours, especially when you are feeling. At your lowest low. So Fio, thank you so much for being here today. I know we're probably <laughs> gonna cry at some point on this episode because I have known you for I guess seven years now, it's mm-hmm. been right. When I was in South Florida and you were in South Florida, and the first time we met, I think you hired me to do a one-on-one session with you for bridal styling. And um, and that was it. The rest was history. So I just am so proud of you, and I'm so happy that I could be a part of your journey, and um, yeah, so please give people just a little backstory of you, how long you've been in this bridal business journey, Um, and then we're just going to get into, you know, those feelings, uh, you know, those times where you did not feel aligned, you felt like you were at your lowest low, like what did you do to pivot change um, so that you could, you know, get the best brought out of you?
1: So we're going to, I guess we'll bring it all the way back. So when I actually freshly graduated hair school, I was working at a salon and I was an assistant and the owner, she gave me a mannequin. She said, do whatever you want. When there's downtime, just play with the mannequin and get yourself familiar in hair. And instead of like wanting to do a haircut or color, I would always want to go to upstyles. And so one of the guys that worked there, he would be like, you're going to be an upstyle queen one day. And I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Like, I just want to play. Um, so we can fast forward to like 2017. I went independent. I went from a salon to working for myself and I had my own studio and I was just taking a boatload of classes. Like I just wanted to get my feet wet in different styles and find my niche. Um, and I was just taking classes left and right. So what's great about taking in-person classes is just that inspiration of like, all right, let me grab a mannequin. Let me grab somebody and just play and play and play. And that I will say was like the beginning of like my high because I found that I was doing so well with bridal um, and sorry to kind of jump around, but I, I had actually been doing bridal for about like five years at that point, but I wasn't 100% confident. I was doing it and I was good at it, but I, I didn't feel like I was great at it. So when I started doing taking the education, like I saw the difference and like the little, t- the little tips that I was learning, the ahas, I was like, oh, that's what I have to do. So um, and then, of course, ironically, I fell into your lap um, and <laughs> what was great was, you know, following along with even your journey, how you have blossomed into your amazing career. When you came out with Bridal Beauty Confidence, like that was something that like the moment that I heard confidence, I'm like, I need that. Yes. <laughs> I need confidence. By so, the way,
0: guys, Bridal Beauty Confidence was my first course ever. It was a bridal <laughs> business slash styling course. It was a hybrid course, um, but it was the first one that I ever did. And yes, that's how far back we go because that was about, oh my gosh, that was in 2018. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, it was what I loved about it was, you know, the community that you brought with it, you know, like we all, it was kind of, it was very similar to Bridal of the business. So that part of it where we had, we could jump ideas off of each other and talk about things. And it was nice to have that community around each other to support and motivate each other. Um, and then 2020 happens. And then in 2020 was when I got into my crazy car accident. Um, and for those listening, I don't even know what happened till this day. Um, I ended up with a traumatic brain injury. I was literally in rehab to learn how to walk and talk again. So the fact that I can even be here on zoom and talk to you on this podcast and let you know, like, Hey, I'm here. We could do this. Um, I, when I recovered and I was getting back to doing hair, actually, like I said, sorry, I jump around a lot, but when I was in (laughs) rehab, what was funny or what was amazing was my occupational therapist in rehab. It was my day with her and I could cry thinking about it because she wheeled me to the room that we were in and she had a mannequin. And she said, today, you're going to play with hair because she saw like my tattoos and everything. She's like, you get to play oh. with it today. And I literally was like, I get to play with hair. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. She brought a curling iron and everything. I was like, literally putting, I think I put in like a half up, half down. I was like, I get to create hair today.
0: <laughs> oh wow.
1: Yeah, it was really awesome. And that actually, at least for me, I have, I, I relate my recovery and memory to, And my muscle memory of doing hair to that. Cause she made me play with a mannequin regularly at that point. Cause she saw, she saw the light come into my face when I would play with mannequin.
0: That's amazing.
1: Oh, oh wow. yeah. It's, it's crazy. And what's cool is like to how that muscle memory came back because yeah. even my friends that were helping me in the, in between when I was recovering, they would ask me um, if I thought I was going to do hair again. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't think I even remembered that I did hair at, at one point. Um, that's so, that's so
0: scary to even think about. And I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why does it take such horrible things to happen in our lives for us to wake up and be like, what the F are you doing? Like get on the right path of what you want to do. Take advantage of it. Now, look at yourself, look at your uniqueness, look at your strengths and own it and live your life. So like that experience for you. That traumatic experience for you, I mean, obviously, major mindset completely changed after that accident. Yet, yeah, right,
1: one so hundred percent.
0: After that, right, you are feeling so motivated and inspired to get back into your craft, right? And then it's still yet a roller coaster, right? I'm sure you were feeling really high. You were putting yourself in, in better situations so that you could elevate yourself, and then you were getting down yourself. So let's talk about that journey, like, okay, afterwards you were inspired. What did you do?
1: What did I do uh, when I was inspired? So what was great was because I was so inspired, I was just constantly grabbing a mannequin and creating whatever I could. I would hop on Instagram. um, At that point, I'm not sure. I think at that point, bridal the business was up Mm -hmm. um, and I would hop on bridal the business and kind of help even, I think actually we even had a one-on-one call when yeah. I was recovering because I wanted to build my team at that point. Yeah. And so I was like inspired to like build my business, build my like skill again. Um, But then as time passed, the down of the roller coaster came because I kind of was owning the fact that I had the brain injury and I was almost using that as like a crutch to like stop myself. Yeah. Like I would say like, I'm not good enough. Like I don't have the skill anymore. Like I did, like I was blaming my brain injury on like, I can't do this. Like I used to mm-hmm. when I was fine. Yeah. I just, for some reason I grabbed it as a crutch. Um, and what ended up happening was I, um, actually I believe, I don't think you, you had, cause this is your second year, but I think you did something, um, in bridal the business, or I think your Academy that we had to do some sort of competition. And I started yeah. to grab and play. And then I was like, you know, I can't do this. So there's where, there's where we go up again. There's the down and then the high. It's like, okay, I could do this. I did the competition. I completed it. I did the look. It's pretty. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: And just having that focus, right? The practice of the purpose, which is like my motto in the academy, right? So it was probably within my subscription. We do like the, those academy challenges. So it could have been a specific look I wanted you to create, or it could have been our bridal styling competition. We did that for the first time last year. We had our second one this year, but Yeah. That, that just to keep like, again, just like being surrounded by other people who have the same passion for this industry, right. Uh That just elevates you so much more. So at the times where you feel like your ultimate high, like what are those things that you're doing when you feel like the most aligned and you feel like really good about what you're doing in your bridal business?
1: I'm organized and I'm focused a hundred percent. Like when I am like, I, when I'm laser focused and I have it on my schedule, I block it off on my calendar. I'm even like scheduling it on Instagram that I need to post this or I'm posting it. Is but what, what makes I'm...
0: you do that? What is like the mind, what makes you do the mindset
1: shift in order to do that? Ooh, so it's, it's honestly, I mean, what I, what comes up for me is just understanding that we're like, for instance, like I look up to you. Like you are like, to me, you're my mentor. You are somebody that I'm like, that's where I'm going. That's what I want to do. And, you know, to follow footsteps and knowing like you schedule your things, you use your Asana. Like for me, it's like, okay, like I do in the back of my head, like even yesterday when I did my live, like. I know that you unapologetically go on Instagram like you're not the person and I love that you are so raw with your life that you show like you don't have to like go on here and be all dolled up and like have everything perfect and even in your house like this doesn't have to be a perfect scenario like just do it. And I'm like, "You know what? What would Renée do?" That's what I say in my head. I'm like, what would Renée? <laughs> I
0: love that. Aww. Yeah.
1: And I think what what I love is that you share your 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 journey you share your your process which is amazing cuz at least i know that you know you organize with asana you know you schedule on instagram like you have your time blocks you know that like at this time on this day like nothing else can be done cuz this is what you're doing and nothing else you don't allow other things to get in the way which is what i love and for me, like I saw the difference in my personal progress when I wasn't doing that. And, you know, when I would question myself, like, okay, why isn't this working? It's because I'm not working. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing the work, you know?
0: And it's, it's just a cycle. I feel like as creatives too, we get in that cycle. Like I get in modes where I'm just like, oh. I want to do everything. Oh my god, I have so many great ideas. Let's just do it all. Let's do it all, right? And then I get in like shutdown mode, where I'm like, I need a vacation. I'm not working for a couple days. Like, but it's a real thing. Like I remember listening to this podcast episode, and it was about the creators behind Netflix and how they treated their employees. And their created their employees that were creatives. They put a whole different structure in place for them versus other people in the company. So they yeah. let them take vacations whenever they wanted to, they gave them the creative freedom to just like, okay, this is like my work time. I'm going to just power through. And because this is my, my good creative juices are going right now. And then nope, nothing's coming to me right now. I'm going to just take a break because that's how we work. Like our brains are just built differently. So yeah. I think that That's the hardest thing to like realize about ourselves as creatives. And we're constantly hard on ourselves to be like, everything has to be organized and structured, right? So for you to say that, oh my gosh, I'm so organized and structured, yeah, in some ways and in other ways. (laughs) because I'm like literally smiling to myself, laughing that you think I'm organized. Like, okay, yes, maybe in some ways I am. Like I make sure I have my list every morning with like priority tasks. Do the priority tasks always get done first? No, but I <laughs> try for my best. Um, but there's really, I think that balance of, okay, giving yourself some grace, right? And then also knowing when you have to just kick yourself in the ass and be like, do those things that yeah. you feel uncomfortable doing. So for the things for example, you hopped on the live last night for your first time <laughs> in style because I let the fire into your ass because you came on our clarity call in Bridal the Business the other night and you were like Really wanna get ticket sales up for our class that's coming up in October, but I don't know what's going on. They're like pretty stagnant right now. And I was like, Well, have you been on your Instagram, engaging with people, connecting with people, showing them your teaching style? And you're like, no. And so I'm like, well, you're gonna do it. So get yourself out there, get people to, you know, get to know you a little bit more instead of just pushing the class, you have to push yourself and make people intrigued and like, oh, she's giving this. I want more, right? So you did and you went on the live and you were just so adorable. And like you said, I'm just like real raw, like whatever. You were almost just like, almost like apologetic for like being real and raw. So, I mean, that's something we're going to, we're going to work on, but it was your first live. Like you were, you were shaking, you were nervous. And that was great though, because it was great that people saw that, that you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone. You did that and you created a gorgeous look. So I guess my question is those times where you feel like, okay, I, I can't do this. Like, what are the things that like light the fire under your bed to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Is it just like the people you surround yourself
1: around? I was just going to say it (laughs) is my circle because if literally, I mean, I'm sure you know this from bridal beauty confidence to bridal the business. A lot of the girls followed through to all the programs and, I am hundred percent honest when I say this out loud, anyone who's listening, like some of my bestest friends have come through bridal to business. I literally like me and Diana, we are like this and we didn't know each other until bridal beauty confidence. So like the fact that you connected us, we always are so grateful for that, but it's funny because we're, we're the ones teaching the class together. And when you, when you had suggested to me on the clarity call to do the class, I had told her like, oh, she told us to do this. And I was, I was making the excuse of, um, that I'm moving, everything's in boxes. I don't have a nice background, like everything's a mess. And she knew my mantra from my coaching program that I'm doing. And she's like, what are you supposed to do, Fia? I'm like, I have to do whatever it takes.
0: (laughs) That's it. But that's it. I think that's such a great point to make. It is so easy to make excuses for ourselves so much easier than for us to make the excuse to actually do it, right? So instead of saying all the reasons why you can, you say all the reasons why you can't and you feel bad for yourself versus being like, I can do this and this is how it's gonna happen, right? And it does come from that confidence factor. And I, and also just by simply saying those mantras to yourself, like just to flip the switch, like there's one that I've been doing, it's because I feel like such an overwhelm with so much work that I have to do now. It's the first this. Than that, because I know, okay, I'm gonna do this first and then I'm gonna do that. I'm not going to multitask. I'm going to get a complete task done. Then I'm going to do the next task. And that for my brain is like, that helps me focus just that simple mantra. So doing things like that, being involved with other people who are on that higher level, right? it, It really changes so, so much. Yeah.
1: And I think what's beautiful is that when you're surrounded by like-minded people, they don't let you own your excuses. Yeah. You know, like, you know, if you tell your friends and your family, they're going to be the first ones to be like, oh, it's okay. You're tired. Go relax. You don't have to do this. Go watch Netflix. Don't do that. It's fine. Where your like-minded friends are going to be the ones like, no, no, you said you're going to do this. Let's do it. You know?
0: So true. Do it and then reward yourself. <laughs>
1: yes. Then yes. you reward yourself with some Netflix and maybe some ice cream. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Oh my goodness. So there I mean there are still times where you feel like okay, I'm good. I'm I'm good with my journey right now. You are moving from Vegas back to Florida, which is like a huge huge thing. So, I mean, you've been from traumatic car accident to moving across the country to now moving back to where your bridal business started. I mean, there's just so many things that could just totally defeat you right now. How do you keep yourself from feeling that like drowned feeling of like, Oh my God, there's so much going on. I I don't even know how to handle all this.
1: I, so when I came to Vegas, I was excited because I was in like the wedding capital of the world. Um, but it's so saturated. and it's also how can I say this? It's a very transient city. So what's hard is like your brides will contact you like days before they get married. where like in Florida, they contact you a year before. So, like you know what you have going on next month. Yeah um, but going back, what's exciting is because since I announced it, um and so when I announced it, I told Renee that I was going back, and she was the one who told me, like, you need to know, like tell them now. like post it now. Stop waiting post now that you're going. And so since I've announced that I've been going, I've been getting the hits to, to work. And what's amazing is to see like, okay, I'm going back to work. People want me, people want to hire me. I like this, let's do this. So I honestly like, it's, it's my business. My, my, my bridal my bridal business is what's motivating me and keeping me afloat and, and confident and excited to go home and not really get into a hole. Um, because it's easy to, if I didn't, if I didn't speak to you and if I wasn't honest with you about it and I didn't post anything and I just was hoping if I got home and then announced it, it would have been harder because it would have been like me sitting home twiddling my fingers thinking like, what am I going to do now? You know? So it's nice to know that it's really the passion that we have for what we do and, and doing it. Like I've, I've had an entire year in Vegas that I really didn't do a lot of hair and that was so hard for me. So the fact that I can finally get my hands in hair and finally do some creations, I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this. (laughs) Yes.
0: You are so ready to go. And I really feel like it takes things like, like I said, like just these hard, hard points in our life, right? Yeah. For us to take that action. Yeah. It almost like forces us to take that action, right? So how, what can we do today to force us to take that action? Like, does it have to be something drastic, like moving? For us to take that action. No, let's make it just be about that feeling of unease, that feeling of unalignment, that feeling of I'm not good enough. Let that be the thing that makes you take the action to surround yourself with other people who are going through the similar things that can help elevate you, that can help bring out your confidence, right? That is like my message to everybody <laughs> all the time okay. because, um, I don't, I really feel like we just do not. We're so mean to ourselves. We're yes. so mean to ourselves. And if we can be around people who are going to elevate us, who are going to tell us really nice things that are true about ourselves that we don't really see yet. That I feel like is the the best thing that we could do for ourselves, Right.
1: You know, what's funny is speaking of how hard we are on our, how hard we are on ourselves. Um, after my Instagram live, I I literally watched it like 700 times, nitpicking everything I did wrong, what I said wrong, how many times I said, um, and I posted a story about it this morning that how that I counted, how many times I said, um, and ironically, all my bridal the business babes were the ones that responded saying, stop being hard on yourself. You did amazing. That look was beautiful. Why are you being hard on yourself? And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes, I think it's so hard for us to look at the positive things. So again, to like shift your mindset of, you know what, it was hilarious when you started your life, your <laughs> camera was flipped in the wrong dis- position, it wasn't facing you, it was facing your door, and then you flipped it and you're like, oh, oh my goodness, it wasn't <laughs> that way. And it was so <laughs> candid and just so cute, and you were sweating, and you were just so nervous, I think that is so important for people to see because when people look at me on a live, I have done hundreds, thousands of lives. I've been in front of people so many times. This is all (laughs) practiced, right? Versus you, how many times have you gone live?
1: To like, to oh, to teach, to do it just for fun. I've done it. But like when to like to teach and make sure I have everything, I was like, oh my God, am I going to miss something? Am I going to do something? I'm going to say something wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yep.
0: So that that is really the message here. It is stopping so damn hard on yourself, and then make fun (laughs) of yourself when you can. So your next reel that you're gonna make is gonna be the bloopers from that live, and be like, "Here, you guys. It's okay if you're afraid to go live. Look at this hot mess, but look at the beautiful style I created after. And you're welcome. That's (laughs) it. Right? Just put a spin on it. So it's true. It is so true, but I just want to thank you so much in the midst and chaos of you moving. I know you're moving literally like tomorrow, like this weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the midst of all the chaos. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be on here today, to share your story, to inspire others. And um, if there's just one message that you just want people to get from this episode today, what would that message be? And then we're going to sign off for the day.
1: Find your people. Find your people and and stick with them because they're the ones that are going to pick you up. They're the ones that when you're down and you're doubting yourself, they're going to be like, what are you doing? Let's go. You've got this. So very much, I know it's aligned with everything we're saying, but it's thanks to my people that I am still here and I'm still pushing and trying as hard as I am. Yeah,
0: so true. Thank you, Theo, so, so much. Thank you. Okay, whoever's listening, have a beautiful, wonderful day. And until next time, bye. Thank you, beauty, for tuning into this episode. Please share it with someone who may benefit. And you can do this simply by taking a screenshot and sharing it on your IG stories. Please, please connect with me at renee marie academy on instagram dm me a question that you would like answered on the next episode i would love to help you in any way i can make sure you subscribe to get notifications for those upcoming episodes